trying trying this thing out. So, um, folks that are watching live on Instagram, welcome. This is a Chillinoy news update. We've not done one of these in a while, but uh, I've also not done a lot of podcasting in a while. So I figured, uh, well, why don't we catch everybody up to what the hell's going on? So first of all, um, got an important announcement for Illinois medical cannabis patients. Um, starting on Monday, the Illinois Department of Public Health is converting the existing medical cannabis registry to a new system called IntelliTrack. The conversion process will require the current system to go down beginning June 7th, which again is this Monday. New applicants and current patients will not be able to access the system online to submit applications to get a card or change dispensaries until the new system is available. Um, their target date is June 22nd, 2021. Patients whose card will expire soon or after the new system is in place on June 22nd will receive auto-generated emails detailing the process for renewals and extensions. So folks, once again, starting Monday, I, Illinois Department of Public Health's website is going to be down, so that means that you're not going to be able to change your dispensary, you're not going to be able to apply to be a medical cannabis patient until at least June 22nd, which they they plan to have the system back up um i just love the top comment off of our subreddit which is completely whack so patients are supposed to cross their fingers and hope that a single dispensary has the products they need for two full weeks also to the illinois department of public health it it team a full sprint sprint to pro <laughs> i can't speak a full sprint for a production conversion really yeah that, that's what i thought they're gonna do a con uh a production conversion in uh, just in the middle of the fucking week. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how uh, the state handles this and we'll see how it all goes down. But to the medical cannabis patients that are listening, find a, sh find a shop that works best for you and hang tight for two weeks. Or, you know, you could start growing your own and then you don't have to uh, d uh, depend on dispensaries. I'm sorry. I always have to go there. Um, but why don't we talk about the latest and greatest in Illinois cannabis news. There's new dispensaries coming to Illinois. Woo! We'll see. We'll see. Um, but we'll see if the dispensaries actually open up. But what? So let's just talk about what happened. So the General Assembly uh, last week approved legislation that aimed at resolving an impasse over how to diversify the state's cannabis industry that currently has no uh, dispensaries opened by owners of color or people that were disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, right? So how many new dispensaries are set to open? Well, if J.B. Pritzker gets his fat ass... No, sorry. If J.B. Pritzker <laughs> signs uh, the bill that he promised to sign... Um, the state will unleash a flood of licenses, giving operators the right to open 195 new cannabis dispensaries. So we'll see. Five of those licenses are actually um, going to be medical cannabis dispensary licenses. I um, spoke with Mike Fouché about this because I was like, if they get five medical dispensary licenses, does... Am I thinking correctly that they're only going to be allowed to sell medical cannabis? 
And it turns out, if you get the five medical cannabis dispensary licenses, you also get a plus one adult use license, which if you recall, a lot of the medical stores opened up their plus one store within the last uh, few months. So if, you, if you're lucky enough to win a medical cannabis license, you will also get an adult use license, apparently. Uh, my worry was that if you got a medical cannabis license, then you would only be limited to selling medical cannabis, thus completely <laughs> um, obliterating the definition of what it is to be a social e equity candidate. But, like I say, um, I guess that's nothing that we need to worry about. So there, the, the really the reason I was concerned is because, a, um, I don't know if any of you knew this, but craft cannabis, the licenses we're waiting on, which, small update on that, apparently craft cultivators are receiving their fourth round of deficiency notices, so that's exciting. Things are moving right along well. But I don't know if you knew this about craft cannabis, it's going to be adult use only in Illinois. It's not going to be medical, at least from what I've heard so far. Um, if you go back and check out one of my first conversations with Mike Fouché, he talks about this, and I've not heard any changes. So as far as I'm concerned, adult uh, craft cannabis is going to be adult use only. It's not going to be sold for medical cannabis patients at the medical cannabis tax rate. It's just not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, so folks have been asking, what's a social equity candidate uh, applicant? The designation was created to diversify the cannabis industry um, and initially gave a leg up to applicants who either live in an area that's been in, uh, adversely impacted by the drug war or if they have a cannabis-related criminal record or a family member who does. So um, can't medical I've got I'm getting questions on my uh, Instagram live stream can't medical patients buy recreational products yes medical cannabis patients can buy adult use products otherwise known as recreational products but you still have to pay the recreational tax or the adult use tax so uh, that's the deal with that uh, let's hope we see that um, let's uh, let's hope we see that change so people are asking, how will the next dispensary licenses actually be handed out? Well, there's going to be four lotteries to determine who gets the right to open the stores. And uh, one of the biggest questions is, how soon are we going to uh, how soon are we going to see these dispensary licenses issued? Possibly within 30 days. That's the timeline Ricky Hendon, a former state senator who helped write the new bill, urged cannabis uh, czar I mean once once cannabis czar Tori Hutchinson um, I don't believe she's fulfilling that position anymore because it was not legal for her to um, but she's still making statements uh, regarding cannabis policy so who fucking knows it's Illinois right we don't fuck laws right so uh, they're saying it's going to be a very busy summer so maybe we'll see those licenses go out. Like I say, we're starting to see uh, movement on the craft cultivation licenses. We've had deficiency license or deficiency notices go out so that people can correct their application. Um, so yeah, so one of the largest questions everybody's thinking about right now: What's going to complicate this process? What what could go wrong? Right? Well, a lot could go wrong. <laughs> The initial licensing the licenses are still delayed 
um, and pending court litigation, and more could possibly be brought on based on this new legislation. So, folks, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. So, how does this impact Illinois' retail cannabis market? Substantially. The market would uh, be larger than it ever had been before. Right now, we have 110 um, dispensaries now licensed to sell adult use and medical cannabis. Many are operated by multi-billion dollar companies that operate in multi multiple states. So are just more distributors for the big 20 growers. Ralph Wiley Farms, I've been talking about this. You ain't been fucking listening. I'm just joking. Ralph Wiley Farms asked a good question. Um, why is nobody talking about the fact that these new dispensaries are just more distri- distribution centers for the big 20 growers? Absolutely right. So we've been talking about this. If we see these store licenses get awarded as soon as they're saying, well, we're hoping they get a little hop and skip in their step on the craft cultivation licenses because the idea is once that store opens, they're only going to be limited to the current selection, which are just the 17 to 20 license holders like uh, my friend Ralph Wiley Farms on Instagram just referenced. So in other words, stores are going to open, social equity cannabis stores open without the ability to sell social equity cannabis product. Kind of a weird loop, but this is exactly how it is. So uh, thank you for bringing that up. I always like to revisit that point. Um, A question could be, how much will this boost cannabis sales? Uh, we're I'm thinking, and you know, Chicago Sun Times is reporting that nearly tripling the the number of stores will almost certainly lead to a big boost of sales. Um, you know, uh, we're still waiting on 40 craft cultivation license uh, licenses, 40 infusion licenses, and an unlimited number of licenses to transport cannabis products. Um, a Pritzker spokeswoman said a supplementary, supplementary scoring process is expected to conclude in the coming weeks for the cultivation, infusion, and transportation licenses. So, folks, we'll see it because... They've been saying that for fucking well over a year. So we'll, we'll see. Um, we have a question in the Instagram. Um, does more dispensaries mean more supply or are they still going to be running out? Um, I would say that more dispensaries, it's going to mean less supply. Um, because w- like Ralph Wiley Farms was trying to point out, um, there will be more dispensaries, but they will still be buying from the same people. So, more demand, less supply. I mean, the same amount of supply. I don't mean to say less supply, but more demand, no change in the supply because we don't have any new cultivation licenses. So, I would say that uh, there will likely be some sort of supply shortage. I wouldn't be surprised to see... Um, certain stores get the stiff end of the deal. Um, yeah, and SJ Tompkins is pointing out in our Instagram live story that 60% of your inventory has to be a competitor. You can only have 40% allowed of one brand in order to make it fair for other players. This is legislation that came out right on the onset of adult use. 
it's still going to apply. So you're not going to see like a social equity store open up and have 100% Cresco. They're going to have a diverse array of products. But here's my prediction. Um, and Jazz, so we're talking about these percentages and somebody else asks who's auditing these percentages. Nobody really. Um, you know, it's, you kind of have to report it and, uh, they, somebody does some math that well, somebody did it once and it was a very complex product process. Let me, let me put it that way. There was a shop Chicago dab club at the very beginning of adult use cannabis that was penalized for not having, uh, the correct percentages. Uh, and by that, I mean, a diverse array of products. There were stores at the beginning of adult use sales that got slapped with fines that were pretty significant. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think where I was going with this though. Damn it. You guys, I'm, I'm watching the live stream. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, wanted to take a moment to hit my cannabis. I've been lighting this joint for the past 15 minutes. Haven't taken a fucking hit. Okay, here's my prediction, though. This is what I was going to say. I apologize for losing my train of thought. Um, you're going to see these stores open, and some of the folks that own the stores that have been pretty vocal about their opinions, um, let's see if he's still on here. Maybe like Mike G to God. <laughs> he's on my live stream right now. If you've been pretty vocal about your opinions, I wouldn't be surprised if they made it really hard to work if they made it hard to work with them right they don't i mean they can charge you whatever the fuck they want to charge you they don't have to give you any certain product my prediction is that things are going to be difficult for these new dispensary owners and of course that's a fucking uh easy prediction right it's an uphill battle um but I really think that they've set the stage for them to completely control these new stores for at least a limited time. Um, so let's hope we see some movement on these craft cultivation licenses and infusion licenses and transportation licenses. Um, I the the problem with the craft cultivation licenses is that they're that they're um, the allowed real estate for those the canopy um you're still gonna let me just put it this way the craft cult cannabis prices are gonna be um pretty expensive i i mean i've talked to a few that are saying they want to try to hit like a 50 dollar eighth price tag but i just yeah i don't Folks, if you're pissed off about seventy and eighty dollar eighths, I don't see them going away anytime soon. Like the Chicago Dab Club is saying on my Instagram right now, you're gonna have a hundred dollar eighths of craft cultivation cannabis. That's the Chicago Dab Club's uh, prediction, and I don't think that they're they're far off. Um, so here's what I want to see in Illinois cannabis. I've talked about this in the uh, last few episodes. It's not an idea that I came up with. I always make sure to credit Tom Howard from Cannabis Legalization News. You can follow him on Instagram, at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. He's a lawyer based out of Illinois, and uh, he's a pretty smart guy. I think that 
his idea regarding how we should structure cannabis licensing is brilliant. Uh, I believe that it is based on a structure that's used in some other state, I don't know, maybe Colorado or something like that. The idea is that you have different classes. So you have like a class A license for cult craft cultivation, a class B license for uh, operations that are a little bit larger than that, and a class C license for people like Cresco and GTI that have super mall sized cultivation facilities. On top of all that, on top of introducing a new licensing structure, we need to just open it up. Open it up. We've made another privileged class of uh, cannabis applicants. I'm, um, I am worried that that can come around to bite us. I really think that I don't think there should be zero limits. This is something that I've talked to Mike Malcolm about. I don't think there should be zero limits, but I think the limits need to be way more open and we need to let the free market kind of take its course. And uh, you know what I just to further elaborate on that, if I want to purchase from social equity cannabis brands, I can make that choice as a consumer and encourage other friends to do it just like I do with other markets, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, I be a conscientious consumer. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I feel like we can uh, put, the, put this uh, in the hands of the consumer and I feel like it would be okay. But I don't know, I've, other people have opposition to these ideas because they say that big cannabis brands will take advantage of the loose structure, come in and fuck all the small people out of the business opportunity. I can see that side of it. And so um, that's why I'm always open to ideas. And if you ever want to come on uh, and and discuss ideas like this with me, debate me, tell me I'm fucking stupid, feel free. That's always welcome. Um, always welcome to join. Just reach out. So uh, Ralph Wiley Farms made another good point that I think it would be uh, important to touch on. This is something we've discussed in the past. Even if these cult craft cultivation licenses were awarded sometime this summer, you're not going to see that product on the shelf for another four months at least. That's like... That's like really ho that's a really hopeful timeline. I don't think you'll see it in four months. Um, I think that it'll be late fall, winter, early spring before they get anything in the soil. And when it comes to harvest, I think it'll be summer summer of next year, maybe. I uh, yeah, and again, the prices are going to be high. So, um. I apologize if any of this news made you depressed today. It, this is what it is, though. The Illinois cannabis market is the way that it is. Um, I guess while we got you on here, um, do join our Reddit. Um, we just hit 14,000 subscribers. That's chillinois.net slash Reddit. You can find us on Instagram. It's at chillinoispodcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at chillinoisstate. And um, look.
looks like we've got a few more questions in the Instagram queue. Can craft infusion slash processors get products from elsewhere other than other craft cultivators? Good question. Um, I believe processors can purchase from either craft cultivators or regular license holders. Um, but I would refer you to the first oh, crap. It might've been the second episode I did with, uh, Mike Fouché, where we actually, um, talk about, talk about the idea that cultivation, cultivation centers can sell product to infusion processors and, people with transportation licenses. I can't remember, though, off the top of my head how that all works. Luckily, though, we're going to be having um, Tom Shuba, Mike Fouché, Brad Spearson. Um, I'm trying to get Rob McCoppin from the Chicago Tribune um, on the show. So we'll be having a few experts that can answer some of those questions much better than I, I can. Um, so, so, yeah. All right, folks, that's all I have for you today. Um, just wanted, like I said, just wanted to come at you with a quick little news update. A uh, reminder to our Illinois cannabis patients uh, that, you know, things are going to be shutting down on Monday, so make sure to get registered with a store that um, you would prefer to stay with. Um, I don't know if I detailed earlier, but these changes um, should allow medical patients to just go to any medical dispensary and they won't have to file um, an online like application to shop with that dispensary so it's a welcome change that's been many years in the making in fact um, <laughs> technically speaking the system that we have now was supposed to be this system I mean the way that the law read when the, the system we have now was originally created was that medical patients wouldn't have to file dispensary changes. Well, it ended up changing from a physical process to just an electronic process. So that's the system we have today, right? The system they're about to implement is IntelliTrack. And from what I am led to believe, what it's going to mean is that you can go to any medical dispensary with your medical cannabis card. They'll check you in and you're going to be able to, to shop there without having to file any of those any of that paperwork do do anything with that process wait any time period so that's really cool stuff and uh, apparently it's set to go live june 22nd so from june 7th to june 22nd you're not going to be able to apply to be a medical cannabis patient or change your dispensary um, so just a heads up on that you can read more on illinois department of public health's website um, really quick just wanted to cite my sources um, the questions and answers that I got um, from the conversation earlier today about new cannabis dispensaries coming to Illinois was from an uh, was from a Chicago Sun Times article written by Tom Shuba. As I mentioned earlier, Tom Shuba will be coming on to the Illinois podcast to break down this and much more. So stay tuned, and we'll uh, get you that information. So I hope you found a little bit of uh, valuable information in today's quick episode um i hope it wasn't too torturous for you i mean i just woke up and started smoking a joint so i definitely wasn't ready to record but i felt like recording and so i did so enjoy take care bye <laughs>